It's time to raise the roof for our first regular season podcast of 2021. Woo! Sorry Let's for the go. Honestly, vibes are here. We out here. We back. The squad is here. We got a full squad today, plus Bree. Bree might become new fourth coho. I mean, she's basically. Are we dropping, boys? <laughs> I mean, Bree's Bree's basically the fourth coho. Let's be honest here. Uh, but yeah, no, me, Evan, Gibby, and Bree are all here. Oh my God, uh, the regular season has started. Things are going on. The Rays are doing good and bad things at the exact same time uh, and seem to still just amaze us with just how Rays they can be is the best way of describing it. But let's start off talking about this opening The Rays took down the Marlins in a three-game series, took two out of three. Game three, we can talk about in a little bit. Uh, games Wait, one and two were Alex, open today. What your mic's like scratching? Yeah. Is it scratching? Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, is it better now? Oh, I guess you got to do yeah. it like this. Okay, well, let me go restart that. All right, well, opening day happened. Bree was at opening day down in Miami. She saw Glass Daddy in action. He pitched an absolute amazing game. Uh, bullpen was great. They got one run, which was you know just perfect raise base one. Of course, solo home run. Just how it works with the Rays. But uh, first off, Bree, how was it like being at opening day? It was awesome. I was super happy. I finally, I've never seen Tyler Glass now pitch in person. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it was great to be back in a stadium. That was my first time going to a baseball game that was not at the Trop, too. So that was cool. But yeah, good times. Did you enjoy the mariachi band? How do you feel about them? <laughs> Honestly, in person, it wasn't bad, but honestly, on TV, it was a little much. It was just a little too loud, you know. Like I yeah, love that trump. I like. I, I'm a I'm a trombone kind of guy, but you know that guy carrying out into like the after the dude pitches. It's a it's a little much. Gibby, the organist stops. He's a low brass fan. He's a low brass. I know, but like it's the organist like stops college. in between play. They don't stop, but I kind of like that. You know, it, it's it's different. So they're the Marlins. That's like. I, it is so perfectly Marlins that like it just works. They do have a swaggy team, so it makes sense for them. It's true. It's true. How y'all like the name Lone Depot Park? Just what a man! What a banger of a name they came up with that one. Just a great. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they are getting ten mil a year out of it, so like good for the Marlins. But like Jesus. Okay, I kid you not. When I was like going to the ticket lady, <laughs> she goes. Hi guys, welcome to. And then she looked around for the sign, and then she <laughs> Welcome to Go Park. <laughs> I started dying laughing. Like, yeah, I've been working here for like six years, and I come in today, and it's different. <laughs> so that was just hilarious. She literally Maybe. paused and looked around. It was great. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Maybe that ten mil can go back to paying back to taxpayer dollars that that uh, stadium overused. That's true. I was just saying, what the hell even is Lone Depot? I've never heard of that before Thursday. So, <laughs> shout out to Lone Depot. I mean, uh, apparently they had a sign during the Angels though. game. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it yeah. should be called the Dome Depot. That's what I was thinking. That, that that's gotta be the that's gotta be the Trop's next name though. Yeah, what, if we if I we get if we get the Home Depot, Depot sponsorship, the Dome Depot. That's sick. <laughs> Dome Depot, and and it's still orange. Like the roof still goes orange. Well, honestly, think. Well, 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 think about this. So when the Rays first got, I mean, they kind of lucked out with their sponsorship name. Cause like, cause like the trop sounds cool, 
Like, yeah, like you can't make Lone Depot Park in any way sound cool. LD? Like, I don't know. Like, like I, LDP? Yeah. I mean, it just kind of sounds weird. But like, like the Depot Dome. Tr- <laughs> no, but like the Trop just sounds cool. Like you could just say that as like exactly. a, as, like man, they lucked out with that one. I don't know how they did it, but in terms branding of branding, is right on. Brand branding was on point. Branding was on point, but. How do we feel about this series? So obviously games one and two, well, game two got a little bit dicey. And then uh, and then our boy Joey Forearms Wendell came out in the ninth inning and absolute piss rocket into the second deck. <laughs> uh, gave the Rays a 6-4 win. And then, well, well, we, we don't need to talk about uh, game three because, uh, oh boy, that was, uh, <laughs> was full of problems. But yeah, We're going to talk about game three. Okay, oh, that's fine. Oh, Oh yeah, oh yeah, we can I talk mean, about funny. Like, I mean, I know we lost, but Meadows, Meadows in the field gave me a good laugh at least. <laughs> that was yeah, that was that was, so <laughs> that was hilarious. I thought that was so funny. Even though <laughs> I also know he's not the type of dude to do that too often, so I don't think it'll happen. That that won't happen again. But I think like, it's like, funny because too. Like, <laughs> wait, do you guys know funny. he's DHing tonight? Yeah, yeah, he's you guys DHing know that? tonight. Kept yeah, Cash is yeah. mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they Cash realized it and was like, oh, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't have him in the outfield. Put him at DH. We're good. Well, especially in Fenway. Literally both sides of the outfield are just so strange. It's just not a good idea. I usually see him in left field. Yeah, I see him in right field a lot. <laughs> well, I think that Randy's playing left field tonight. I think oh, yeah. what I saw. Just, just, left field of Fenway is like non-existent. But... Yeah, <laughs> it's just a giant wall. That's <laughs> it. I mean, he would only just have to play caroms off the wall. Like, that's not the worst thing in the world. All he had to do was catch a fly ball <laughs> at Marlins Park. Or he kind of, it gave me like Nelson Cruz 2011 World Series vibes. But remember when Nelson Cruz absolutely botched that last play, which then caused the Cardinals to win? I mean, it he was wasn't like, catching that anyways, but like, yeah, he did botch that. And yeah. both times he fell like flat on his face and just like stayed there <laughs> for a second. <laughs> He was so the second time he was so disappointed. He was like, was Don't so mess this up. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. You messed it up. You idiot. Oh my god. Exactly. Like that's what he's thinking in his head. Yo, yo, it's not like talk- there were five innings apart. It was back back. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Yo, hey, okay, can we talk about Ch- uh Jazz Chisholm for a second? That guy is so freaking fast. It's insane. The Marlins have the best names of all time. That guy's name's Jazz, right? And yeah. Sixto, I mean, Sixto is still my favorite name of all time. <laughs> and now they have Jazz. I was like, oh, my. this team, And he has blue hair, too. Like, this guy is, he's, yeah, just energetic as can be. He's awesome. Yeah, speaking of uh, Chisholm, he was exposing Rich Hill on the mound. Absolutely, not. with his with with uh, Rich Hill's timing, a little little bit slower. Why why didn't he um, go to the slide step? Like, does he have us? I mean, like usually most pitchers will end up having some sort of a slide step in their motion going from the stretch, and I don't know why he didn't go to that. I mean, I, I feel like that would be a pretty normal thing to do if a guy's exposing you that badly. Yeah, just go out of the stretch. But I mean, I, I guess feel like he Dick had to tell his own stuff, right? I feel like he has a tell before he starts his actual pitching motion. So he has like a movement before the movement that he just needs to like somehow solve because I noticed it too. There's like, there's like a, like a movement before he starts pitching. And then that's when the dude usually goes and then, and then it's over. He's already at second by the time (laughs) Zanino has the ball. Yeah. See, that makes sense. Uh, But he, I mean, I, I, I will say, so, 
talking about well talking about game two Yarbrough looked great in game two I thought he was fantastic I did question the Rays a little bit in both games one and two in terms of when they decided to pull out their starters I do understand that it is early season and that's probably the reason why but I would have liked to see more glass now and I would have liked to see more more Yarbrough on the mound but did you did you hear glass now's interview after he said his back was hurting literally the whole time oh okay well that That's doesn't make me feel good because he was looking forward to hitting and he literally said like before the game he's like i'm not gonna swing at all because my back is hurting and i'm not gonna risk doing yeah. that i thought he wasn't i thought he Top wasn't swinging because oh topkin said topkin said his back's fine now but yeah, yeah he's, his back's okay. fine he's now, but it was hurting so i'm okay with him getting taken out because we can't have him getting hurt right yeah what yeah, about so what, what, I agree what about yarbrough getting taken out early I don't know. I don't even remember that game, to be honest with you. I was watching it in the bar. <laughs> game two, Yarborough did really good. He had really he similar really numbers sharp. to Glass now, just like in a completely different way. And it was it was insane that we have these one one and two guys now and, and they're producing that well against a really stacked Miami offense. It's 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 not a bad offense. Like and they showed it in game three. They really showed oh, us in I game see. three that they're not a bad offense. We we just had true Two truly dominating performances from Glasnow and Yarbrough. Um, Yarbrough started to tail off a little bit towards the end because they were starting to get like their third rotation through, or like they were starting to like pick up on like what he was giving them. So he started to struggle a little bit in the end, but they're able to still win that game, and he put them in a good position to win that game because it wasn't even the score wasn't even opened up until he left the game, basically. So. That, that is true. That is true. Um, oh, wait. Sorry, Brico. I was just going to say, you know, both of them had – not only was their stuff really good and their numbers, but their pitch counts were really, really good. I was impressed with Glass now, to be honest, because after Yarbrough he threw was that 20-pitch first inning, was, I was like, oh. Yeah. And then he Yarbrough came back. averaging like 12 an inning. Yarbrough they they six, both look sharp. Yarbrough had 65 through five and, and two-thirds when he got pulled. That's great. Unreal. So that's extremely impressive. They're getting built up really well. And if that continues, then they, they're going to, if they get the opportunity they they can go deep into games. And also definitely glass. Now I believe Yarbrough too, but I know glass now he really easily could have had a no hitter going. If Yandy Diaz was not the third baseman. Yandy Diaz playing third base was, was kind of a pain. Yeah. Joey Wendell should be the everyday third baseman. I don't want to hear it. No, I completely agree. Wendell's Wendell's so much better defensively, and clearly he's pretty good offensively too, considering the, the fact that he hit that three run bomb in the ninth, which I didn't expect. I was on a um, I was I was in the Discord race server, and we were just talking. We were like, "Oh yeah, Joey Wendell's up. You know, what if he hits a home run?" And then the only thing I hear because my stream or my TV feed was delayed. And the only thing I heard was, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then everyone just started laughing. Like, it wasn't like we were cheering. We were just like, okay, you know, wow. Just, he did it. <laughs> he did the thing. It was very raised. Yeah. Very raised. It was very impressive. It was very impressive. And I will say, game three, game three was a good game. I, I Hill's outing was was shaky. Archer's outing was shaky because of the, because of the Meadows errors. I didn't think that he was going to top out at 92. I thought he was going to hit at least 95. So I was a little bit shocked by that. And I'm kind of concerned if it's just going to take him a little bit more time to, to work up that velocity or if he just 
completely lost it in Pittsburgh and the version of Archer that we're going to get is not the version that we're going to get when he was in Tampa. Yeah. So, I mean, game three, the three new acquisitions didn't play that well, honestly. Rich Hill had an okay game. Archer, yeah, sure. Meadows did play horrible in the field, but he had a lot of hard hit balls against him. I mean, those balls were really hard hit. Yeah, They were tough plays for Meadows. He should have made them, but they were tough plays anyways. And then McHugh, or I think that's how you say his name. First pitch home run. I mean, he, they just, those three pitchers that we are going to have to rely on in, and they like, they're not going to, March is not going to come out of the bullpen. I don't think a lot. So, and every like two out of the five, I guess, rotation spots, we're going to rely on those guys a lot. And that was not a good sign. I don't think, um, especially when we scored seven runs, that was frustrating. We scored seven, we scored yeah. what? And we had the lead. We had a six, four lead going into the fifth. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, shit hits the fan. And they gave up all those. I mean, they ended up giving up, what, two runs in the inning? And then another couple runs. And I think they gave up two straight innings of three runs in a row or something like that. And we scored seven runs combined in the two wins. And we won those games. Then we scored seven runs in a game. And then we lose by five. So, like, yeah. like what the hell? Yeah, I feel like we saw it began with, like, how we usually watched Rays games last season, where there was, like, kind of low offense, and then it was just a pitching duel. So that was the first game. And then the second game was a real new look. It, our offense had to bring us back because kind of our bullpen got us put behind. And then in, and then in game three, we saw what, what it would look like on a bad day for us, like a bad bullpen day. And to me... It was. It's kind of a rare thing to see our bullpen lose a game for us, yeah. and our and then our offense was kind of like it was there. We scored seven runs, but you know when they scored twelve, you're not going. You're usually not going to win those games when the other team sco- scores twelve runs. So yeah, there's some things that need to be addressed, I guess, out of well, this first series. Yeah, going and going back to like Cash pulled the pitchers too early. Like Glass, now I agree with like six innings. His pitch count was a little higher than Glass or than uh, Yarbrough's. Yeah, but Yarbrough, Yarbrough, like I kind of understand using the bullpen because we had Hill and then Archer the next day and then an off day, so you kind of give those guys two days off. But I don't understand why you use Fairbanks for one third of an inning. He used Fairbanks for one batter and then he was done. That made not I did, that didn't make much sense. Uh, then Rowe comes in, gives up I think two runs, and then Sheriff also came in and gave up a couple hits. Like I just did. I don't think Cash played that game well at all, even though we won the game. Um, Yarbrough should have stayed out there until at least, I think, seven innings if he, like, given a clean sixth inning. But but I just didn't agree with what Cash did that game at all. Was Fairbanks in game one and two? Yeah, yeah. Fairbanks yeah. was in game one, but how many pitches? I think, didn't he throw a significant amount of pitches in game one? Like, I think that he was like, – I think he might have been gassed at that point because I think he threw, like, seven pitches or so in, in game two. Yeah, but but I still don't, but don't use him at all though. If you're gonna use him for one batter, I don't think you use him at all. Just let him have the day off. I mean, it mm-hmm. might have been a matchup thing. I don't know. Or that too. That's yeah. true. Yeah, who did he face? Who? I mean, I don't know if you guys remember because it was a very spot situation. But yeah, very. Okay, look it up. <laughs> Gibby's gonna look it up. Well, well, while Gibby's looking it up, um, we did mention two of those relievers in game two: Chaz Rowe and Ryan Sheriff. Uh, so. As of right now, Ryan Sheriff is taking an indefinite leave of absence from the team. We don't really know what it is. He said it was, he cited personal reasons. So hopefully for Ryan's sake, he'll be, you know, good, good things will be coming his way, uh, you know, personal mental health wise. And then the other problem that we just found out was uh, Chaz Rose apparently going to be out 
possibly up to 12 weeks with uh what what, what was the specifics of it because i saw here i can check shoulder it but issues. yeah with shoulder issues um yeah. so not an ideal situation here Wait, let me go check this uh so 10 day dl with a sorry il with a right shoulder strain uh chris chris mazza will be um uh recalled to the team as as a um as as a result of this which i think that we'll be pretty excited about but apparently uh row is going to miss at least four to six weeks so clarification on the team he'll be shut down from throwing for six weeks so it's going to be very much of the same thing as what um uh what's his face went through uh or or and anderson is currently going through mm-hmm. where he just can't i mean I, I don't think it's you know it's not the same type of injury in terms of like what it actually is but in terms of the timeline of getting back to full health it's pretty much almost a similar concept so that's not good considering that's two relievers that were down now i don't know how they're planning on replacing uh sheriff in the in the rotation or in everything because obviously there are some guys in the minors right now that we would really love to see on the major league roster that uh might be down for um, service time, sorry, service time manipulation reasons, or just because they haven't faced enough talent, uh, like minor league wise, they haven't gotten enough, uh, just, uh, you know, pitches thrown, innings thrown, all innings pitch, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what to think right now, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about the durability of this, of this pitching staff. All right. I got this. Bree's got this. So. Bree take. <laughs> yeah. So. First of all, I think everyone kind of had an idea that there were going to be a lot of injuries this season, especially coming off of a 60-game season into a 162. Obviously, we didn't expect them to happen this early and for them to happen this long and for them to happen all to our bullpen. Yeah. But um, the Rays are built for depth. I mean, so Sheriff is a lefty. We need more lefties. That one sucks. I hope he's okay. Um, Roe, power guy, power righty. Um, so that kind of sucks, especially when he is honestly probably one of the people we were considering to help cover Anderson's innings. But at the same time, we have McClanahan sitting there, and I really want him to be a starter. I really do, which is why I believe he's in the minor leagues. But if push comes to shove and our bullpen keeps going down, he's going to come up and he's going to be a reliever. And then, you know what, if Hill and Archer can't get it together, then we're going to see Fleming. That is later. Cash said they're not coming up right now because we have Maza coming up and Springs just came up. And I know everyone's going to freak out, but David Hess is going to come up at some point soon. And it's what are you talking about? Cy Young Award winner David Hess himself? Yes, the Hess Express. The Hess, Hess Express, Express, baby. The Hess truck's here. <laughs> it's going to be fine. But basically, we have all the pieces to put it together. Obviously, it's not a great situation, but we have the ability to navigate that much better than at least all the other teams in our division. So. Yeah, that is true. They have a lot of options. They do. I agree. But, and this also comes back to having cash, let the starters go longer. I think, I think like, look what happened last year Um, in the playoffs. Anderson didn't play well. He was, he was, I mean, the best reliever arguably in the game and he just didn't play well because I think we overused him in the regular season and then he got hurt. So I just don't like my frustration with game two, even I know we won the game, but like, I just don't think that sets a good precedent for the season it, and, and a 162 game season, let alone a 60 game season. Like, oh yeah, but we're going to keep coming if he pulls 
the starters too early when they only had like 65 pitches. Like so, by the way, Peter Fairbanks was just put in to face Jesus Aguilar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Thinking back on it, that was, that was a good 1v1 matchup. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But so my take on the pitching thing in that regard is in a 60 game season, there wasn't time, especially with like the weird spring break, spring training thing. There wasn't really time to get those guys built up out of spring training. It was just kind yeah. of they had like a week and then they had to be ready to go. So they yeah, never really got that chance. This season, we're going to have the opportunity to build them up progressively. And that doesn't end in spring training. It's not like, I, I mean, the max they threw in spring training was what? I think glass now at like six or something. So I, I mean, I thought it was like somewhere between like four to five. That's what I, I could be dead wrong. Yeah. So, so then if it was four to five or even if it was six, he was already building, like he, he built in that start. So, so where do they build to is the question. Like, like what's their max? Is their max throwing a complete game or is their max throwing? I think their max is whatever they show their max to be. I think that it's not going to be a specific, I don't know. I think right now they're still getting built up because you don't want to have him. I mean, we saw other pitchers get pulled when they had low, really low pitch counts and were throwing good games across the league because you just, that doesn't need to happen right now. And I get that it's weird and they should go longer. And I think if it's June, they probably do, but there's no need for that right now. And I think the bullpen, I think it'll be okay in a longer season because I think we'll have time to actually build the starters up the way that we couldn't last year. Yeah. I think it was good that they were cautious because, you know, we just watched this Sunday night baseball game and look, look what happens when you don't pull out your star guy, like in a crucial situation like that, which I, I wanted to give it to him. I was fully, I was fully on Joe's side there. It's like, yeah, let him pitch, let him pitch out of this. Yeah, and yeah, let him, you know, with the, yeah. With the bases I, I loaded, and he you. got the strikeout. He did get it. It was just a one error, and then just Max Sassy just forgot how to catch for a hot sec. That could have been another injury for Shohei, and and then I would have MLB would have been devastated. That would have been that would have been the worst possible situation after the hype surrounding it. And, and we can talk about this for a sec. But for those that didn't know, Shohei Otani uh, made his season debut on the mound and in the um, I guess in the starting lineup in the same game, which is the first time that that's happened since <laughs> I think it was like 1903. Is but they said like it's been a long time since that happened. And, he um, it. Oh my God. and uh, if you didn't see Otani pitch like four and two thirds innings, did walk five guys, struck out like seven. Uh, got injured at the end of his pitching start uh, after a strikeout, which was uh, went off uh, catcher Max Stassi's glove. He tried to throw it to first base. Jared Walsh didn't pick it because it was just, I mean, it was a rush throw because they were trying to get the guy out. And then they overthrew Otani. Who was that? David Fletcher overthrew Otani. It was an atrocious throw. And then as Otani came down, whoever was uh, Jose Abreu sliding into home, just I yeah. cleated him. Wasn't a good look. However, Otani's first at bat, he hit a ball 451 feet and 116 miles an hour off the bat. And it was one of the purest cracks I've ever heard from a bat ever. It was honestly, it was, I've. I thought I was watching college baseball. Like, I honestly I went, believe. Like, I went hype as soon as he hit it. I was like, this ball's going 500 feet. This is insane. No, I'm going to say this. Oh, God, I'm scared. I honestly believe. Shohei Otani has the best baseball physique I've ever seen because he can just he can pit he's got the pitcher body he's got the 
he's got the perfect like he can do both. He's got that he's tall and he's got the pitcher body and he's, and he's got the fast. hitter body. And he's fast and yeah. he he can just play anything. He's like the perfectly built baseball player. In my in my in my uh non-professional opinion. opinion. <laughs> non-professional. I agree. This is uh but- this is uh, episode 1 of Gibby simping over Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah. Angels the roof here. <laughs> doesn't even work halo the roof um, <laughs> angels the raise halo. the roof to heaven <laughs> stay raised to heaven i don't know <laughs> um but yeah oh, man, now we're gonna have to brand give, that <laughs> let's give shohei the credit did you guys see that stat where he threw the hardest pitch by a starting pitcher thus far this season? oh yeah yeah and then hit and the hardest ball by a starting pitcher the hardest home run yeah so Shout out to him for being just the most freakish athlete ever. That's also, insane. shout out to Mike Trout for swinging outside, swinging at a pitch outside of the strike zone on a 3-0 count for the first time in five years, which just shows how stupid good he is. Watched. <laughs> okay, I love Trout. Yeah, he's garbage. Just get rid of him. It's DFA him. Man, I want him <laughs> to win the ALS so bad. I really do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still expecting them to go 76 and 86. They haven't shown yeah. me anything. Yeah. It was nice to see. Uh, I've never watched now. Angels and Outfield, Alex. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Uh, hey, I think they make the playoffs in that. Yeah. I don't know. Some dude comes out of like soda. Like, I, I, like, like one of the yeah, Angels. It's kind of hard to remember. It's a, it's a little, it's a little it's mushy a, for me. I don't watch weird, that movie again. It's a weird movie. But, but God, I want to see them back in the playoffs. Hey, we got so. to see Sliggers on the mound, which I was happy about. It was nice to see Aaron Sliggers. And on they the pronounced it Sliggers the whole time, which was awful. I, Throw I back don't to Perez in the postseason. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, yeah, there's forgot, some there's some bad things. <laughs> I forgot who said this, but it was like foolish baseball or something. And he was like, "So we're all just Angels fans, like secretly, right?" Yeah. And I feel like that was really true because M- think- all of MLB Twitter was popping on um, <laughs> on just like whatever Shohei was doing and it was we it was a big event Shohei. big event uh evan evan who's your favorite angels player uh and why is it david fletcher <laughs> <laughs> no he didn't i just wanted to say no because everyone has some weird love obsession with david fletcher I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> even even the commentators last night were like having a love affair with bro me. david fletcher is just like he's pointing at the heart strings oh, and shohei otani are right there but <laughs> go off i guess now who cares about that guy this david guy. fletcher david, <laughs> david fletcher <laughs> i was that was a really entertaining game i think on both sides because you also got to see the young stars of the of the white Sox. you also got to see dylan cease get absolutely torched by that home run which was hey. He's on my fantasy team. That was rough. Jared just... Walsh with two home runs and a walk-off bomb. Uh, hit it over Luis Roberts' glove in left center field. That was impressive to watch. Apparently, he was a pitcher. Yeah, I didn't that know was... that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was – yeah, apparently, he was a two-way player and was a pitcher a couple years ago. And then the Andrews were like, nope, like, nah, nope you're the first baseman of the future. <laughs> and, then he hits, and then he hits two bombs. So I like, I like that that game was just – the angels own mistakes it, it was angels versus their own mistakes and they were just and they just had to like they literally had to walk off against themselves like basically like Chicago, like sit down angels stand up hey it's okay honestly 
I, I think we're all okay with that because I mean the Angels are just yeah. kind of a joke sometimes, which is I mean they're like yeah. they're like the AL's version of the New York Mets. Is Listen, I always root for the Browns. I always want them to make the playoffs, and they did this last. Hey, what year. are you talking about? Baker Mayfield's a god. Don't even try me, dude. Wait, wait, wait. If the Browns made the playoffs this last year, I like Baker Mayfield personally. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Baker fan. I love Baker. Yeah, great. if if the Browns the made the playoffs this the year, the Angels got to make the playoffs this year. <laughs> or wait, I don't know how much you guys follow hockey, but I've always made the comparison of the Angels to the Oilers. Oh yeah, that's true too. And the Oilers are really good this year, so yeah. you never know. Because yeah, the, the Oilers, they have the, the best player the best in player. hockey in McDavid. And the Oilers have the best player in the world by Wait, far. And they don't do you Are you saying that Dreisaitl? Are you saying that Dreisaitl's like Shohei? Is that the comparison that we're making here? No, I, I was comparing it to like how McDavid and Trout are the best. Yeah, in the yeah, record. yeah. No, I understand that. But in terms of like the number two guy, because Dreisaitl's there. Yeah, like, I, Dreisaitl I, I, like I Shohei, so. but like Dreisaitl's I was looking like at the front offices because they have otherworldly talent, but they don't do anything to surround him. That's and and oh, so man, this is this, this is now uh, this is now an Oilers slander podcast, and it's okay. But the Oilers are good though this year. The Oilers are <laughs> the cleaning are up the Canadian division. So hey, you never know. The Angels might be really good this year too. Shout out, shout out the North Division. Also, we know we speaking of Canadian teams, we don't need to talk about the Raptors because they suck. <laughs> well, they're not they're not Canadian anymore. The Tampa Raptors. The, the Tampa Bay you. Raptors are, are are letting down the city of Tampa Bay. This is this yeah, is like, well, Canadian champions. I thought, but. Listen, I mean, every every franchise that starts in Tampa it is always the, always does bad in the beginning. Oh, I thought the Bucks went twenty two and zero. The Rays were the Rays in the beginning. <laughs> the Rays. Oh, the stuff. Like, come about on, the rowdies. hey, the Rowdies, goats, goated. Did they go? Did they go off in the beginning? I don't even. Know. I, I don't know, but the Rowdies won. That I mean, they should have. They they they've won championships. Hey, we we deserve Rowdies love. I'm just. I, I'm here to just talk about that also they have randy rosarena's like brother or something like that he's yeah, the goalie dude. yo shout out to shout out to randy randy was playing uh, soccer before he played baseball yeah 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 randy's brother's a goalie on the rowdies which is hilarious are you kidding oh. so think can't... about the corporate synergy there because the race own the rowdies like no, no, i'm just saying we it's too bad he doesn't play baseball we could have gotten him too but too i'm late? sure i'm sure the rowdies are probably like oh man i wish randy would have played soccer so well, Randy, was, Randy and his brother were in Cuba, and like you know, Randy was playing soccer before he was playing baseball. And yeah, then they were just like, football. "You should play baseball." And then they gave him a baseball bat and a and the baseball. And the rest and, is history. He was playing baseball, and the rest is history. Is that, the rest is was that... history? Randy's probably better than his brother at soccer. I'm not. Hey, no, 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 no. We cannot. <laughs> I think claim Randy that. is a good athlete. We cannot probably, claim that. You're that's what I'm saying. Randy can play any sport. I'm telling you. Randy could be a good wide receiver too. He outran a horse. So, like, honestly, all bets are. Or a running back. No, he, he outran a horse. Anything. He literally outran a horse. Yeah, exactly. If Randy was good at hockey, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like exactly. Is go Randy going to be like our Bo Jackson? But in reality, he just plays baseball and nothing else. <laughs> well, just like, oh, he's he like our Mookie every Betts. Sport. He's more like Mookie Betts. I, I know, but say. like Mookie Betts is like a is like a fantastic. A he's a bowling legend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mookie like, Betts threw a three hundred. That's how good Mookie Betts is, though. Mookie Betts is great. We love Mookie Betts here, even though he's on a team. Gosh, we've been talking more about other MLB teams, other teams in general. Okay, one more, one more thing before we go into more race talk. So, actually, actually, two more things. One, today was opening day for the Rangers at home. They have they allowed full capacity at their stadium. It looks like it's photoshopped, and it's really disturbing. Like, I'm glad that it's like 
like we're 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 getting those images back, but I think it's way too soon and it's kind of disturbing. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know if you all have any. It, it does it does kind of weird me out a little. It bit. is refreshing to see it again. I would it's say refreshing. That. It's refreshing, it, but it's unsettling. It, it, yeah, it is cool to see it though. It is cool to like finally see. It, it, I agree though. It does look fake. It's just a little early. That's yeah, how I feel. A little early. It looks fake. I, I would agree with you that it looks photoshopped. I did see a lot of people there wearing masks, which was good. I know there yeah, were that's a good. lot of people that, that that were as well. But um, I mean, Texas is doing their own thing, so they can they can govern themselves how they choose. That's not <laughs> that's not that's not my decision. Republic of uh, Texas. Hey 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 hey! It's just Texas. <laughs> no no. Remember Alamo. Hey, remember the Alamo. Honestly, shout out to the women's tournament that was in San Antonio. Remember the Alamo. Oh yeah. That was a good tournament. Yeah, Shout apparently that was a hell of a game last night. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but... Stanford, Stanford was winning, and then Arizona had a chance to win at the end. It was some terrible possessions at the end, and they just botched the last possession. Whoever the girl Dang was, it. I forget her name with the ball, McDonald, I think her name was. She was a beat. She carried on. It was really good, but she just kept the ball at the top of the key and didn't try to drive in and just kind of settled for a three that, that didn't need to be shot. So, I mean, what are you going to do about that? Other thing, Major League Baseball moved the 2021 MLB All-Star Game out of Atlanta. Uh, Where do we want to see it? And, I mean, why would we campaign for the TROP, even though it's not going to go to the TROP? Um, It should be at the TROP, because that would be just beautiful. Imagine, like, some Mike Trout just hitting a ball just through, like, the the nylon in the top of the roof. Like, I think that would be pretty, pretty cool. I thought you were going to say he just, like, breaks one of the catwalks. But but the MLB doesn't want to see it succeed, and they don't want the they don't want everyone to know how beautiful the trop actually is. Because if everyone actually saw the inside, they change their minds right. about Dude, they, they, how they the feel about the outside. They would make the trop makes all the other stadiums look bad. So all the all the following All Star games would just look pathetic. And new rules in the home run derby for this All Star game. If it's in the trop, if you hit the rings, you get if you hit the third ring. You get like three points. So if you hit the if you hit oh, the second bonus ring, it's, it's two. So if, if, it's, like, if you hit the fourth ring, it's win. two. And then if it's just a normal <laughs> home run, it's normal. Yeah, if, if, that only applies to Trout, though. If Trout wait, hits, wait, wait, what if you hit the speaker like Clint Frazier? Do you just immediately lose? Yeah, you're you're on. Yeah, right. you have to pay the race. <laughs> <laughs> you break the speaker. I mean, these guys. Steve goes up to you and goes like, "You're paying for that." Yeah, you're paying for that. This is how Stu gets his money. He just he just goes around to pay players and just makes them pay for the for the uh, for the problems of the trial. I can see it happening. Literally, just like Billy Bean in Moneyball. <laughs> Mayhaps this is this but is true. Look but, at what happened. A bit. Look what happened. You know, well, I mean, good ending. So well, I do want to ask. So where would be like the logical best place to host it with Atlanta? Well, a question right now. I mean, I know we just talked about it, and I know. They are hosting a lot of people, but I think Globe Life Field would be pretty cool. I mean, new stadium, one. Usually, all star team, all star games typically happen in newer slash like just cooler stadiums. That's prime example right there. Two, I mean, that's a hell of a lot of money right there for at the MLB and obviously the economy of Texas. I don't know how it probably wouldn't be a great look for the MLB if they did it there, considering they are looking out for their image out, moving out of Atlanta. But I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, to do it in Texas, new ballpark. They just had the World Series there too, so that I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but what you said about the World Series, I feel like it just had the World Series, so I feel like <laughs> yeah. it, it, it kind of got its like kind of thing. But I'd like yeah. to see. I, I I said my top two, you know, excluding the trap, um, would definitely be 
Camden or Coors Field, which I've heard there's rumors that it's leading towards Coors Field, apparently. Which, which I would be completely happy with. Yeah, Coors Coors which I'd be, awesome. be happy with, too. Coors would be oh. Those home runs would go so far. Camden would be better, though. Camden? Because I could Camden, go to, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, for me and Evan, we are we are Team Camden because oh, yeah. of the fact that it's closer to us. And I'm sure that, I mean, that too. you guys have the opportunity. That's 45 to, minutes away from me. That'd be awesome. I And they haven't had, like, when you compare the two in terms of when they've hosted games, Camden Yards has hosted a game less recently than Coors Field has. Now, they've both hosted games pre-2000, which I think is probably a good indication in terms of MLB yeah. with what they want to do. So, I mean, like, you know, post-2000, I'm sure that they probably wouldn't want to have a, um, like a, another All-Star game within 20 years. I think that they could go pre-2000, and they could definitely take either Coors or Camden. It's just Camden Yards is, is my favorite stadium. I love Camden Yards so much. It's timeless. It's classic. They could have another person hit the freaking warehouse. Think about that. They've only exactly. had one That's person hit the warehouse, which say. was during the home run derby. Is Brandon Lau going to hit the warehouse? Brandon Lau is going to hit 17 home runs over the warehouse. He's going to hit one over the warehouse. Confirmed. <laughs> no, Otani's going to hit it over the warehouse. Exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> we are a like, mess today. We No, we're not a mess today. This we, is, this is because, I think we changed our fandom to the Angels. I'm yeah. sorry, Riz, but I think we go to LA. I'm going to change my phantom to Vanderbilt baseball just so I could watch Jack Letter and Kumar Rocker just go absolutely, absolutely. crazy on the mound. Yeah, those pitches are ridiculous. They're really good. I, I didn't get to watch that. I wanted to watch that LSU Vandy game where, um, uh, what was his name, Jaden Hill and Lighter were on the mound. I watched a little bit of it. I think I watched more Jaden than I did um, Lighter, but holy crap, they're good. Mm-hmm. Man, who's ever getting those people? Whoo, they are getting a Tank for them? Low key? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too much. Well, quickly, um, I mean, I mean, not quickly, but I wanted to go into a little bit of a season preview. So obviously, like we've already seen part of the season start for the Rays. They've only played three games so far, so very small sample size. But what are we expecting out of this team now that we've seen them for a little bit? Obviously. There's a little bit of problems with the with the current pitching staff. We've seen some offensive explosion in the in in these games. I think over those three games, they averaged a, just under five runs a game, which for the Rays is pretty good. But what are we what are we expecting out of this team on both sides of the ball? I would like I would just like to say, in the experimental phase that the team is in right now, it's pretty good that they were able to go two and one. Granted. We're using our two starters those first two games, and then it kind of fell off the third game. But it's it's a good experiment experiment for right now. Hey, our true number three is coming up tonight, and our oh, true number three is coming up tonight. Damn straight, oh and that's going to be fun to watch on but, ESPN. Let's go, baby, on ESPN, and 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 we will get to that. But uh, I mean, uh, let, let's start off with pitching. What are we What are we expecting out of this pitching staff? Obviously, we've seen Glass now, we've seen Yarbrough. Glass season. I agree. I agree with Bree on that one. Uh, are we? What are we expecting out of the guys that we know aren't necessarily as proven commodities on the race? So that would be Hill, Archer, and Waka. I know Waka's starting tonight, so as of this recording, starting Monday night. What are we expecting out of these three guys? Honestly, I mean, like you said, Alex, I think Ar- seeing Archer – I mean, I know we've already seen Archer and Hill, but seeing Archer's velocity drop, like – I remember I remember watching that game and – 
my older brother was like, Did, didn't Archer throw harder than 92 or whatever he was throwing? I was like, I remember him throwing harder than that too. I remember him throwing 95, 96. So seeing that drop in velocity is kind of, is relatively concerning. Um, hopefully that was just opening day kind of jitters. I don't know. Or not opening day, but like opening day start for yeah. him. Um, but I mean, I think he needs to be better. Hill needs to be better than hopefully Waka can kind of surprise a few people coming off injury tonight. Um, other than Meadows, I think Meadows is the X factor of this team. I think he had a really good opening weekend at the plate, not as though in the field, but he'll, that's, that that's why he's a DH tonight. Exactly. There you go. Cash. Um, I <laughs> think he is really the X factor of this big team. Big, if, big he, if he is like 2019 all-star, then I think this team is going to be really good. If he's not, then I'd, it's going to be, I don't know. It's just going to, I think he's a huge part to this team. What I, what I want to say, and then we can get into some more stuff. I uh, like what Bree was saying earlier. I want Wendell to be a starter on this team. Uh, I yeah. counted him out two years ago because he came off of injury. He looked like crap. He took away play time from Lau, which I didn't like because I wanted to see Lau up with the team and he didn't look like a good player. And I legitimately said, I wanted him DFA'd. Like, I didn't like him, but he is the perfect race player. He bounced back in a great way in 2020, and he's looked really good so far in this opening weekend, and I want him to play third base. Like, he looked so good at third base in the, in the playoffs. I don't get why. I mean, like, we saw Yandi. He looks so uncoordinated. Even when he makes a good play, he looks like the most uncoordinated man ever. Like, like if, I, I don't I don't get it. If you're cash and you see 2020, the 2020 playoffs, how do you not play Wendell every day at third base? I mean, he was the the, the rate was unbelievable in def, at defense in the playoffs, and he was their best player in the field. He was getting playoffs. balls that were going down the line, bro. Like that's that, that, that would have gone down the line at any other third. He baseman surprised me. Usually. I didn't think that he was a third baseman. He's a really good defensive third baseman. And then he played short in game two, didn't he? Didn't Willie have the day off? I'm pretty sure. Did he play? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah, he yeah. played short in game two. Well, so there. I mean, he's he's just. A versatile player, and yeah, he's the contact hitter that the Rays love, and I agree with you. He's just a typical Rays player, and I love him. I love no gloves. We have to have a Ben Zobris type, like every era. Oh. He starts right now, and he's perfect. I agree with he's that. Great team too. That is, oh my god! Oh wow, he is. the corporate synergy. They knew exactly what they were getting into with Joseph Patrick Wendell. Yeah. They knew it. They knew it from the jump. I. So along with them, obviously, uh, Evan's 100% right with Meadows being the X factor of this team. What are you guys expecting in terms of production out of him? Because he hit, I mean, that, I mean, that first home run in game one, that was a bomb. That was a the, the second one, he kind of golfed, but he hit it out. Gave, gave shades of what, of what the 2021 spring training looked like for him. Are we expecting a season where he's hitting 30 bombs? He's hitting somewhere around 280, 290, driving in close to 100 runs you know, 150, 160 hits, something like that. Well, like, what's his pace right now? He's got, like, it's like two-thirds. Two it's like an 80 right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, like, a, a 100 pace. Yeah. I mean, that's a I joke. Mean, this Barry, is a joke, by the way. But Hey, Barry Bonds better watch out because Austin yeah, yeah. is going to take over. You better watch out for that. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's going to have a really productive year. And if he gets into the – if he gets into the 30s of home runs, I'd be very, I'd be very happy. Not that, you know, like that should be the stat you should go after, you know, but like if he gets into 30 home runs, I would, I like that a lot because, you know, we haven't, we have had like a, a, a really good slugger like that for a while or like above 40, above 
that's what I was really thinking. But we have, you know, he could be like uh, almost like a spiritual Evan Longoria kind of type. So I, that's I, a, that's I, I a like big Austin Meadows. Ask. That is a yeah, big but ask out of it. This big ask, big ask, big controversial take. But also, I feel like everyone's discounting Randy right now. And yeah. he's going to pop off just out of the blue. You won't expect it. He's going to pop off. And then he's just going to ride that into, into his rookie of the year season. I feel like that's another X factor in this team. Even though you don't even have to expect much from him this season. And you, even for this team, I feel like to be good. It's just like, I feel like he's he's going to pop off at some point. Because kind of I feel like there's people hyping him up right now. Everyone's... Once the quiet, once the talk starts dying down, which I think it has for the most part about Randy, it's gonna he's gonna shoot right up, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, he's back." Also, is Kevin ever gonna get a hit again? Do you think he will? It's gonna be a home run, and it's gonna be Kevin late. is. I mean, <laughs> I will say Zunito looked good on that one swing. I didn't expect him to get a hit this series, and he, he got lucky. One. I mean, that should have been a strikeout, but how did, did we only talk did about Susuku not get a not get a hit this this series Every he had ball he hits is so good it just exactly he's just so unlucky he he, he really gets good contact he has good at bats yeah. he's a he's a versatile player and Ooh. he gets walks too he, he got Yoshi, like two walks Sugo. oh Yoshi, yeah Yoshi. so close like so close if he can they, just... they really need to play that song like i listened to that song again he, they they need to play that because he hit he hit some he he had some huge seasons in Japan. Maybe they should just do that. On honestly, but he didn't want it. He didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's an idiot. Ooh, Yoshi, <laughs> you want the song? <laughs> if you don't want the song, then we'll bring our instruments to the trap and we'll play it. <laughs> yeah, but Evan, I uh, think Gibby, that's a, that's your job, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gibby, 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 do you have your sousaphone? Um, no. Do you have to go get it at USF? Probably. Okay, well then, just ask him, and they just ran out. You'd be like, "Hey, uh, I'm in the one man band at the Trop. It's a, it's it's a new thing. Race You'll hear about that. Well, can't do that anymore. <laughs> Wait, how the hell is he's, he's not gonna get it? He's got like 40 minutes to get to Boston. He's not gonna get there. <laughs> I'm I'm going. I'm taking off. You can make it. <laughs> We're going to Boston. <laughs> Fuck the car and have a yard. <laughs> Why? Why? Why did know. you do that? That was just cut it. No, no, no I'm not cutting that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, the, well, don't there cut are... this part where I say it, cut it. I mean, it, <laughs> it. Funny. There it is, Alex. There's our first curse word. So you did say we could curse now. I already said shit twice. What are you talking about? Uh, I, just, I just said it a third time. <laughs> well, my bad. Um, <laughs> I just did it so casually that you were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I haven't cursed yet. It's great. I thought you said anyway, park the car in Harvard Yard, right? You didn't curse. Yeah, I said uh, park the car in Harvard Yard. Yeah, no, he didn't curse. He said park. Oh, he no, said, uh, never mind. no, 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 no. He didn't say fuck. <laughs> I don't hear no. the but I hear the, the non-curse words. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could just... I can just imagine it now, just Evan trying to figure out Boston slang, and it's just it doesn't work. Hey, my brother lives there. I love I love going to Boston. Okay, okay. Sorry, Boston's sorry. a nice city. <laughs> Fenway, Fenway's my ballpark. I love going to Fenway. If you don't drink Duncan day and night, then Bonks? you're not a true Bostonian. Oh, it's called Dunks. Punks, dude. It's called Dunks. <laughs> it's called... Clearly not. Man, calling me unhip about Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. 
this is the so so this is where uh me and evan i go down to <laughs> college park and it turns into rough and rowdy but instead it's just us arguing intelligently <laughs> at each other in a boston accent yeah on, yeah. A, on a podcast <laughs> yeah on a podcast this is how we do it these days um <laughs> So that so that leads us into talking about this Boston series, which I just checked. So apparently the Rays are starting out with a four-man rotation this year. So Glasnow's pitching game two and Yarbrough's pitching game three, which means that they're going – it's technically a five-man rotation because they're using Hill and Archer as one. Mm-hmm. In, in, I mean, like if they want to, I'm sure they could probably stretch them out and they'll just turn it into a five-man rotation. But it's a four-man rotation with five pitchers, basically, like a four-day rotation. So you have Waka and Nick Pavetta going tonight. For those that don't know, Nick Pavetta used to pitch in the Phillies. He was not good. Um, then they have uh, Glasnow versus, I think it's Martin Perez tomorrow. That should be an interesting matchup. And then we have Yarborough versus Nate Eovaldi, Rays legend Nate Eovaldi on Wednesday. Got that right. So three-game series. We have, like I said, a four-day rotation, basically. Four-game rotation with five pitchers which is weird. They might stretch out into a five, you know, normal five-man rotation. What are we feeling about, about this series? Obviously, we have we saw Boston get swept by the Orioles, and now the Orioles have a .2 chance of making the playoffs. So take with that what you will. But what did you guys see out of Boston last uh, – over the weekend, and what, do you, what are you expecting out of this series? Hey, the Orioles were the only team to sweep us last year. So – Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm giving the Orioles credit where credit's due. I love the Orioles, so – but um, as for the rotation, I think Cash did say it was going to be a five and Archer wasn't going to always come out of the bullpen. It was just because the way the off days worked this first road trip. So it's going to be a five, but right now it's a four just because it's like weird off days. So it's a five on a four, yeah. basically. I mean, it makes sense. It was pretty Archer, much a five-day so, rotation anyways. With yeah, the they're going to pitch so. on separate days normally. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay cool. But like just for now, because the off days are weird, um, it's – they just stack them so they could both get starts in. Yeah. Can we quickly talk about that? Why was the series Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Like, why was Sunday off? That was so unsettling. Popkin put out an article about it. I haven't gotten the chance to read the full thing, but it was something about it being like an interleague. Yeah. That era. makes a lot more sense. And um, and uh, I guess there was a travel day on, on – on, I mean, usually there's like getaway day, but maybe they just added an extra travel day to go to Boston to allow – does have an article out on it, so if you want to check it out. Okay, but yeah, that was that was weird. But yeah, no, back to Boston. Um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. I don't really see the Red Sox starting zero and six, especially all at Fenway. Sadly, could have liked to if the if the O's lost one of them, then I could see them starting one and five and us sweeping them. But um, if we win tonight, I mean, the pitching matchups kind of aligned for us to sweep them. If we win tonight, then I'm comfortable with Glass down and Yarbrough taking care of business. Um. But I also could see it. I mean, Evaldi versus Yarborough on Wednesday is going to be a really good matchup, I think. Yeah, tonight's the game I'm least confident about. Not because I'm not confident in Waka, but just because he's unknown right now. Like, I will tell you that and, Nick Pavetta is not good. Yeah, so Nick Pavetta like, is not good, but we're not, we're not sure about if, if Waka just, is good. I would take Waka over Pavetta any day, though. And Waka was all in in spring training. He was really good. Like, he was so much better than I thought. Yeah. The Sox coming off a sweep, though. I just, I mean, it, it's not, it's nothing to do with the Rays and how good they are. It's just weird. Just, it's it's, yeah, they might just be angry. Just yeah, exactly. Mad. They're gonna come out mad. Yeah. Um, Wait, did Renfro I mean, do I anything in that series? What I said, did Renfro do anything in that series or no? Uh, I, I, I don't think they're offensive much, anyways. Did he even play? 
He played at least he played? one. Okay. Yeah, I want to make sure that, I mean, I, I would assume so, because he's probably he's starting there. starting tonight, I believe. He's starting tonight? Okay. He's going to wreck us. I just know he will. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, he's a tip. He's like a, I think he's a perfect player for Fenway. He's just a fly ball right-handed hitter who can hear moonshots over the monster. Like, that's typical. If, if he gets under one, chances are it'll go out a lot more often than it will in, in Tampa. Exactly. I mean, left field is, what, 310? And in Fenway, you just have to hit it high. Yeah, three fifteen somewhere. Uh, it's it's short as hell. You just have to hit it high, and that's what he does. He either hits it high or strikes out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Are we any X factors for this series? Any guys to look out for? So obviously, here, let me just go over the lineup for tonight so that we have it. I mean, this will go out after the game starts, but at, at least we'll have the lineup. Oh, oh, wait, think- no, that was to answer. I think Kevin, low key. I mean, I was just ragging on him, but Kevin seems to always hit well in Fenway. I don't know what it is about Fenway, but Kevin, I feel like he's hit really well in the recent years at Fenway. So if he could maybe do something offensively, a hit, or or just get it in play and out in the field, not a strikeout. He struck out like a million times against the Marlins, I feel like. So just get it in play. I feel like maybe a home run in the series from Kevin, which would be huge. I want to see Yoshi do something, and I want to see the bullpen step up. Yeah. After this. Definitely, definitely. I agree. Um, so right now, lineups for tonight's game: we have Yoshi, Meadows, Arozarena, Lau, Margot, Wendell, Adamas, Kiermaier, and Zunino. And then for the Red Sox, we have Kike Hernandez, Alex Verdugo, J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, Christian Vasquez, Marwin Gonzalez, Renfro, and Franchi Cordero. I think I said that right. Um, so that is that are the lineups, or those are the lineups for both teams. Uh, Wendell's playing third because Adamas is playing short. Kiermaier is back in center. Uh, Margot is playing right. Meadows is DHing, and Arena is in left field. So those I are the like, big things. Love everything about that. I I like this is a good lineup. I mean Zunino is a question mark, but I mean Zunino hit a home run even though regardless of whether it was a lucky at bat that he got a third strike or not, still hit a home run, made him pay for it. So that was that was a good sign, um, at least for me watching him early season. I don't know about you guys. Also, I want to see Willie. He's just been in a slump for like a long time now. He needs to shorten <laughs> up his swing. He's got a hit. Swing. I think opening day or maybe game two. He's, he's gotten a hit, but I just I want to see him get hits that do something. Like not even a home run, just like a hit with someone on base. You know, just something. He needs to. He needs to focus on not hitting home runs. Like I feel like he has that home run swing. And I feel, or like he tries to emulate a home run swing, kind of like what what uh, Acuna does, but he just needs to try to hit doubles in the gap. Like he should be an extra base hit guy, not a home run guy. And this, I agree with you, Alex. His swing takes forever. Like I would just throw fastballs to him every time if I was a pitcher. There's, he can't catch up to him. His swing is just too slow. Especially like a high inside pitch. Yeah. If you can get it, if you can locate that in the zone, no way in heck that he's going to be able to hit. There's no chance to get it. It, t- it just takes too long. If you're throwing at least 95, there's just no way. We've seen stretches where he's been a really good hitter, but like it's it's been a while, and I know he has it in him, but I would love to see it. He was probably three thirty, I think, mid season last year. I'm pretty sure he can be really, really good at the plate. It's just yeah. not he just needs to be more consistent. Uh, quick two things before we end off with this. First thing, national championship tonight. We're gonna post this after the game is over. Who we got? Go Zags, baby. Zags, 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 Zags. How much y'all? 
I'm with Jaws, Gonzaga. I'm gonna take Baylor just because. Oh, she's taking be Baylor. Seventy-two to sixty-eight. Someone's got to be different. Oh, it's got to be. That's it. Seventy-two, sixty-eight. Seventy-two to sixty-eight. Dude, dude, the last game was 93-90. I don't no... care about the last game. That was one in overtime. Seventy-two, sixty-eight. <laughs> I got, I got seventy-nine, seventy-two. Zags. I'll go. I'll go eighty-one, seventy-seven. Drew Timmy is my new favorite player too. I don't I like Drew. Drew Drew Timmy's like twenty five years old. There's no Dude, way. He's, he's younger than I am. He's There's just, no. He's a sophomore. That that's a lie. <laughs> well, that's, he's he's just the he's biggest. a sophomore and Hunter Dickinson's a twenty year old freshman. I don't like it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's like I'm older than Zion is. That's just not right. I don't like that. I, yeah, I'm older than Juan Soto and I hate it. Yeah. So, all right, Bree. Bree, what's your final score prediction? 9186 Baylor. Let's wow. Oh. I like it. I like oh, it. So okay. Watch out. Last thing, our Raise the Madness championship round is up right now. It is the OG black alternate jerseys from the 99 to 2000 seasons versus the current navy blue alternates. Who does everyone have winning it all as the best race jersey of all time? I want the black alternate to win. Like like we've been saying, you know. I feel like there's a lot of us picked it, but the current but the, the Navy I like blue, the all, current Navy blues. I like the current Navy. I'm very partial it's gonna, to those. It might upset. I'm, I, I haven't looked at the poll recently. Hell the powder blue ones. Those jerseys are so not, no. They the were hell? there. They were there. They just they 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 lost. They lost to the OG home jerseys. Got in a tough bracket. I'm sorry. Like, this might be a hot take, but the Navy jerseys are nice. But the powder blue ones, I think. Are oh much yeah, no, no, I agree. We might have to do another one with the Columbia blues. Because I don't, I, I think I might have stacked the one region too hard. Because I stacked the home region with the navy blue alternate, Columbia blue alternate, and then OG home. And yeah, I think I might have stacked it too hard because I tried to go home, away, alternates, and then weird. And the weird ones included like that's how the turn back the clock one got into the final four because that was in the weird bracket where it was players' weekend jerseys that were absolutely terrible. Um, and okay, the uh, the faux back jerseys, and then that weird turn ahead the clock jersey. So yeah, maybe you should have just just mixed it up. I will. I, I, I should have after mixed it up. seeing the navy blue in person for the first time. Those That's are my cool. navy blue is my favorite of, of our current uniforms. Powder blue is my favorite still. Yeah, the powder navy blue is nice. I like the white ones too. The white ones are boring, but they're clean. Are you talking about the new white ones or the OG white ones? The well, both. But I was talking about the the. No. The current ones. Uh, the, the current ones? Like, I don't, I don't I know. There's, there's nothing to them, but they're just clean. I like them. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to figure out something. The gray jerseys are hideous. Oh, I think <laughs> gray jerseys yeah, the gray jerseys aren't nice. I don't think any any team has a nice gray jersey. Thank you. Oh, gray? I thought you meant green. I was like, I don't like the, like, I like oh, the no, grays. Why are y'all dissing the grays? Any team's gray. It just doesn't look good. It just, I mean, like. Oh, the grays for the Rays, uh, what was it, like a day or two ago, did not look good. I like, don't think they look good for any team, though. Th- like, that's what I'm saying, Bree. I don't think I don't think any team has a good gray. I think I, like I think the other way could pull it off is the Diamondbacks that they added in like like the new gray, but it's not. It's like it's not a gray. It's like a charcoal. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's different. It's just not. I don't know. It's just like. Well, San Diego has the gray with the pinstripes, right? Yeah, that that's that good. that that I like. Yeah, but just like the normal gray with the logo across. Is just oh like yeah, no, no, no. Those are ugly. They're, every team has them too, except for like the Yankees. No, the Yankees have them. The Yankees, the Yankees have it with New York on it. It's New York across the chest, right? Yeah, yeah. The white uniform I like is the is the 
Columbia is not the Columbia. Yeah, the Columbia, the Navy Blue Old. Um, okay, I'm so confused right now. Yeah, sorry, sorry. The Navy you Blue did, Old. You just said like three different jerseys. Sorry. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite one is the the Navy Blue Alt with the gray pants, like it's one of the white uniforms. Oh, like gotcha, gotcha, cool. gotcha. Okay, okay. Now I know what you're talking about. I like but, the yeah the normal gray is not too good. So I like the Columbia Blues if they wear like the the throwback rays hat like like they did last year during during the playoffs in the world series i like that combination of the columbia blues and the and the uh whatever that like old rays hat that like they've remastered i like that combination i think and it's the socks too like really socks the socks are nice yeah we might have to do all-time rays socks even though i don't even know <laughs> if that's if there's 16 to do but right love archer's little striped socks oh you're talking about the um the oh the stirrups yeah the og stirrups he wore yeah well we'll, we'll see you guys need to vote uh voting is until so i'll try to release this today meaning monday so voting is until tuesday night so you guys can vote on that but i think that pretty much wraps up this episode of raise the roof thanks so much for tuning in again we talked about a lot on this episode we hope you guys enjoyed it uh we're gonna try to do these a lot during the season uh we're gonna i mean hopefully we'll try to get as many of us on as possible we'll get other people on we'll try to get beat writers on from different teams across the country fans we'll try to do as much as we can we want your guys's input uh feel free to add us on any of our social media accounts we're at raise the roof tv on at condor gibby yeah and at condor gibby just if you guys just want to like shout out your twitter handles i don't care <laughs> just just go ahead evan okay. there's 30 it's really <laughs> Three underscore Gonzalez three. He's got enough clout. Yeah, Bree's already had. Out of here. No, Bree, you don't need to say it. You've Get already... out of here. <laughs> if you go to Jared Carabas's mentions and scroll down a little, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh, Gibby, we're gonna Gibby, we're gonna overtake her on Twitter. Twitter one day. We have to. Maybe. We have to now, please. And I'm uh, I think I'm at Alex underscore Murphy George J O U R for journalism. Bree's getting a little um, cocky over there. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bri- hey, 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 she's completely allowed to. That's really okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think so. So, I'm but sure. yeah, so for us, for our social media accounts, Raise the Roof TV, we're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we are on Twitch. I believe that's it. We also have our YouTube channel, Raise the Roof. We have our website, Raise the Roof TV.com, where we're going to be posting articles uh daily just analysis recaps of the team other stuff opinions of ours uh if you guys want to comment or or like any comments concerns questions that you guys have about what we're doing on the podcast any other things that are going on at raise the roof feel free to email us at raise the roof tb at gmail.com uh we'll please please email us we'll respond to you guys we'll make sure to try to change this as we do things uh, on Twitter specifically, we're almost at a thousand Twitter followers, which is awesome. So make sure that you guys follow us there specifically. And on, I think on Instagram, we're almost at 250. It'd be nice to hit 300 soon. So we'll figure follow that out. Follow and share. Follow and share. With and your for, friends. Yeah. And for, and for this podcast, Gibby just said it, uh, wherever you guys are listening to it, congrats. You found the podcast. You guys are smart cookies. Uh, we are not going to give you any brownie points though, because I don't have any, but it's fine. So uh, you guys can, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Feel free to share, feel free to subscribe, like, uh, drop us a review, hopefully a five-star review, all that good stuff. Comment and, below to agree or disagree. Yeah, all that good stuff. And make sure to do that on our Twitter, on all, on, on all of our social media feeds. 
So from us, stay safe, stay healthy. Please wear a mask. And until next time, raise up. Raise up, baby. Raise up, baby. Oh, Mike. Yeah.